Welcome to the Make Me a Marketer Show with your host, Landon Hobrin, where we strip down the hottest marketing strategies so coaches and course creators can simplify their marketing and amplify their results. Today, we're going to be talking about mistakes to avoid when selling and optimizing for high-ticket programs and why lead cost and specifically trying to achieve lower lead costs might actually be hurting your sales. So I'm really excited to dig into this because this is something that I have really come to realize over the course of working as a marketer, running paid advertising, as well as selling high ticket programs using paid advertising. So when it comes to paid advertising, marketers and you know personal brands, we're often spending most of our time trying to optimize to get costs as low as possible. And I want to talk to you a little bit about why this is. I want to show you some actual specific examples from my experience. And I want to walk you through exactly what you should be doing and how you should be approaching these funnels for yourself. So, When we try and think about this, trying to optimize for the lowest cost possible, well, this makes complete sense when you're selling something like a consumable product, like a supplement, or maybe you're selling makeup. If we can reduce our cost for a sale from, say, $20 to $10 when we're trying to sell something that's $45, well, we just doubled our profit. Instead of paying $20 to make $45, we're paying $10 to make $45. So we just doubled our profit. Our cost per acquisition was cut in half. But where things start to get a little foggy is when we're selling higher-priced products or programs and specifically ones that require a phone call to make a sale. And generally, this is going to be things that are priced maybe like $1,500 and up, $1,500, you know, three grand, five grand, 18000 These are the things that are going to require a phone call. So I just want to walk through kind of like a typical funnel for a higher priced coaching or consulting program. So this might be, you know, you're running an ad, the person clicks on your ad, and then they hit your landing page. This might be opting in for a free training or a masterclass, or maybe it's a webinar. Once they opt in and go through that process or whatever you're offering them, they get hit with an application form, or they get hit with a schedule, a call with you, or both. And then from there, you get on a call, you talk with them, you do your sales call, and you close them over the phone. Now, on the surface... We, we want to get our costs as low as possible. Obviously, we want to pay the least amount of money for a customer, and that makes complete sense. You know, if we sell something for $1,000, we want to be paying the least amount as possible to make that $1,000 sale. However, you know, when we're looking at lowest cost possible, what that means is, you know, uh, lower cost per click. You know, we want to look at getting more people clicking on our ads, so an increased click-through rate. We want to be getting as many people as possible to our landing pages. We want to pay as little as possible for leads. So more people are opting in and getting kind of like the thing, our offer, whatever we're providing. We want to pay as little as possible for applications and as little as possible for every call we get on because obviously if all of these costs are lower, the rational thinking is we're going to pay less for that customer. And that makes complete sense when we're selling something for maybe $45 and we can get those costs down from 20 to 10. But here's the thing. 
the buyer's journey is a little bit different when we're selling something for 1,000, 2,000, 5,000. And I even have clients that are using this process to sell $18,000 programs. We need to respect that buyer's journey. We need to respect the fact that if we're asking for a $5,000 sale, there's gonna be a little bit of skepticism on the other side. And as a brand and as a marketer, we need to respect that, understand it, and approach it from an understanding. And we need to know that there's going to be different levels of awareness of our prospects inside of the market. So this is something, you know, the levels of awareness, it was developed by Eugene Schwartz, and he walks through these five levels of awareness. And we need to understand that when we go out to the market with what we're selling, there is going to be people at all of these different levels of understanding and where they're at in their own respective journeys. Some are ready to buy, ready to take action and solve their problems. And some are going to be just realizing that they have a problem and have no idea how to solve it yet. So I'll probably do uh, an episode a little bit later, digging into that a little bit more, but we must understand this on on a little bit of a level. So in order for somebody to pull out a credit card and drop $5,000 after watching a 20-minute training or a 60-minute webinar, they must be pain aware. They must be aware of the pain that they're in. You know, they they're looking to lose weight, but they but they don't know how. So that would be pain aware. But in order for this person to make that $5,000 purchase, they also need to be solution aware. So maybe they, they know they want to lose weight and they also understand that, you know, there's this keto diet or this paleo diet out there. But that at that stage in isolation, they might not know about your exact program. But in order for that person to go through that process and drop five grand, they're potentially and oftentimes going to be what's referred to as product aware. Now, this means that they are, they're aware of their pain, they're aware of the solution, and they're aware of your unique product that provides that solution. So this is likely somebody that is probably following you, has been inside of your sphere of influence, and has maybe heard about your specific program. And then, you know, if we're talking about weight loss and keto, maybe they know about your keto program in order to lose weight. So the, the problem is that the more aware people are, the fewer of them there is inside of the market. And when there's less of these people inside of the market, that means our offer and our program is going to af- appeal to fewer people. And what this results in is typically higher costs with advertising because the pool of people that we're marketing to is far smaller. Now, I want you to to really try and digest that. When there is less people, it means our offers appealing to fewer people inside of that market. And that means if we're going after a very small segment, it means that it's typically going to cost a little bit more to reach those people. So this also means that when our costs are lower, so if we're paying less, if we go on the inverse of what we just said, If the costs are lower, we're getting more clicks, we're getting cheaper leads, it can mean that we are appealing to a larger and broader audience. Now, on the surface, this sounds awesome. Like, yeah, like awesome. We're getting cheaper leads, we're getting cheaper clicks, this is great, we're going to be making more money. But when we're appealing to a broader audience, 
that broader audience has likely a lot of people that aren't actually ready to buy. Now, let me give you a real world example of this just to really paint this picture. So client number one, and these are actual clients, client number one has a $40 cost per lead. They're booked call, so their cost to get someone on the phone ranges between $100 and $200. Client number two has a $4 cost per lead. So that is 10 times less than client number one. However, their cost to get somebody on a phone call is over $500. Both of these are profitable, but client number one is over five times more profitable on the back end. And they are paying 10 times more to get that person opting in. And here is the part where for these higher ticket products sold over the phone, the sale isn't always recorded inside of our advertising platform. You know, to we we can see the clicks, we can see the, the leads, we can see the applications and the calls, but that sale isn't always recorded inside of the platform. So when it comes to optimizing for a campaign like this, we can't solely focus on cheap clicks or cheap leads because those and the ads that are leading to those might just be appealing to a broader audience. And if we're appealing to a broader audience, what it can mean is those are cheaper, but the people coming out on the back end that we're getting on the phone with might not be as qualified and simply costing us more because we're not selling as many people. Our conversion rate and our sales closing rate might be really low because we're simply getting on the phone with a lot of people that aren't ready to make that purchase. And this is why we need to respect the buyer's journey. If we're selling something, we need to understand where that person needs to be, what that person needs to know and what they need to believe in order to make that purchase. And if they don't, and we're, we're getting in front of people that aren't in that position, we're probably not going to close them. And this is totally fine. A lot of marketers are, are worried about this, but this is simply a part of the journey. If you can think of any large decision you have ever personally made, the moment you started thinking about it, maybe you were buying a house and you know you just had a new kid and you're thinking, man, you know, this house is way too small. Like we have with the new baby, there's toys everywhere, there's no no room to play. You know, now you're pain aware, you're aware of your pain. You likely haven't started to get to the point of like, okay. You know, we need a bigger house, but what type of house do you want? What community do you want to live in? All of these sorts of things. How much can you afford to spend on your new house? All of these decisions that need to be made and things you need to understand before you're ready to make that purchase. So we need to also respect that as a marketer and as a personal brand. So here's what we need to do. As a marketer, as a brand, when you're starting to optimize for these things, we can't look in isolation at cost per click, cost per lead. We need to look at a little bit of a broader scope. So number one, the the first thing that I do is I keep constant communication with the clients that I'm working with on the type of people that are closing on the back end, the people that are buying Are they men? Are they women? How old are they? Where are they from? What are their objections? Because these are things that we can then optimize for on the front end. But it starts to go a lot further beyond these, you know, small 
isolated metrics like cost per click, click-through rate, cost per lead, because those aren't telling me who's buying on the back end. I can write a very hypey, uh, you know, ad that is going to capture the curiosity and attention of a lot of people, get cheap leads, but those people might not be the right people coming out on the back end. So I need to keep a very open line of communication with the people I'm working with and even myself. And I need to, when I'm running these programs, I need to then start utilizing that data, that data that I don't get inside of Facebook. I need to use that data to start to optimize what I'm doing, start to optimizing the ads I'm running, start to optimize who I'm targeting on the front end. Because what can happen is as you start to look at those in isolation and optimize for cheaper clicks, cheaper leads, you might actually be starting to attract and get more applications, but they're less qualified. So less people are actually buying on the back end. And then it is in turn, this isolated cheaper lead cost is actually causing a higher cost per customer on the back end because they're not buying your program. So oftentimes, when we start to look at the bigger picture and optimize for what's coming out on the back end, our lead cost and our cost per click may go up, but we're getting higher quality people. So in the example I gave you, client number one was paying more for a lead, but they were paying less to get someone on the phone and they were more profitable on the back end. So... When we can sometimes, when those costs go up, it's actually a benefit because we know that we're appealing to fewer people. So we don't want to get isolated on these singular metrics. A lower cost per lead and a really high conversion rate on your landing page may mean that you got something really catchy, but that might not be what you need for a high ticket offer. You might need something a little bit more directed. And that leads me into number two. The next thing that you need to do is test different types of ads, different types of headlines for these higher ticket offers. And also what you're doing, actually, I'm going to drop that into number four. So number two, test different types of ads and different types of headlines on your landing pages and inside of your ads because hitting on these pain points and these emotions and you know really trying to get that curiosity going may attract more people at a cheaper cost because it's resonating with more people it's gaining the interest of more people but speaking directly to what you offer the result you're providing and who you help may attract fewer people resulting in lower click-through rates because not as many people are interested. And it might have a higher cost per lead because not as many people are opting in. But the people that do might be more qualified. Now, this is by no means black and white, but it is something 100% that I want you to understand. Don't get focused on these metrics in isolation and be sure to test both and really start to think who is coming out on the back end and how can I use that data to optimize on the front end. Number three, we must respect the buyer's journey. Selling higher priced programs and packages means that what we're offering appeals to a very specific person. They need to have a very specific level of awareness to be interested and to be ready to buy. Like I said, they need to understand certain things. They need to be 
believing certain things in order to make that purchase. So in order to build a true business to scale and to create a large impact, we need to implement marketing strategies that target more than just that one person that's ready to buy. Because that is a very, very small percentage of the market. It's often referred to as 1% to 3% of the market is ready to buy right now. So how do we get that other 97% of the market to be in a position when they're ready to buy? Yes, we can make money by just targeting that 3%. And that's totally cool. You should have something in your marketing arsenal that is targeting that 3%. You should have that. And that is what I refer to as a profit maximizer. That's where you make all your profit. But where you build a business is by getting more people to that point of being inside of that 3%. How do you take your marketing of your brand as a whole and guide people through that journey? And that's going to be done through different marketing messages, different offerings. What does the person need that is just pain aware? What does the person need that is solution aware? And what are you offering to carry them through this journey? That is how you guide and build a very, very powerful and long, long, like a business that has longevity. And number four, you need to analyze your offerings to know, is this the right thing that this person needs right now? So if the person needs to understand certain things, be in a certain position, believe certain things in order to spend $5,000, well, if you're, what you're offering them is something that is, you know, not a little bit more specific to your offer, what you provide and who you're providing it for. And it's something that is, you know, a little bit more on the the pain, a little bit more on the emotion. Well, that might not be what they need in order to make that purchase. So we need to understand and respect the buyer's journey and tailor our marketing and how we're optimizing it for people inside of that. So I hope that you can take this and now start to simplify your marketing, understand how to properly analyze metrics when you're looking at your funnels and your the your sales processes and your paid advertising and understand that cheaper costs may be resulting in less qualified people and if you are selling a high ticket program at the end of this marketing that may be actually jeopardizing your sales so if you have any questions absolutely you can find me please you know, hit me up on Instagram at Landon Pobrin. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. And if you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to say hi, if you want to connect further, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Landon Pobrin or check out my website, LandonP.com. I'll talk to you soon.